you are listening to the Manfulness Podcast. I'm your host, Hamish Kramer. My mission here is to help create a more mindful man, a man that can express himself, can explore a deeper level of himself, become more balanced, become more conscious, and just create a better version of masculinity. I want to help the everyday man explore ideas of personal growth, spirituality, relationships, purpose, and love in a way which is simple, safe, and understandable. So I thank you for listening. Oh my God, happy new year, everybody. Welcome back to the Manfulness Podcast. This is the first episode for 2022 and... I want to take this opportunity to wish all of my beautiful listeners a very happy 2022. I hope it is an amazing year for you, as I'm planning on it being an amazing year for me. Yeah, it's great to be back onto the podcast. I took some time off and took some time away from doing everything. For me, as I'm sure as it may have been for you, it was a, a hectic year. It's been a hectic couple of years. And uh, I really felt like it stopped doing all the things that I love doing, spending some time with kids, spending some time with family and, you know, just slowing down the pace. I really felt like during the last few years with lockdowns, we've just been working. And I think the reason is because, I, you know, I love what I do. Me and my wife are coaches and we love what we do. And last year there was such a, a massive surge for personal development and mental health and meditation and all the things that we teach. And we really wanted to serve. We really wanted to serve our community, to serve our clients and and to be there because the things that we've learned for ourselves over the years and, and have been able to teach our clients has really helped us get through this pandemic up until this point. It's really helped us. And, and it's not to say that there hasn't been moments where we've been overwhelmed and anxious and worried and angry and frustrated, we still have those emotions. But doing this work has really shown me, first of all, what I need as an individual, and that can be different for everybody, what I need to be good, like what are the things that make me centered and stable, and where I need to put my energy and my actions after that. It's also shown me how to gain perspective it's taught me how to manage my mind and watch the stories that I tell myself and tell myself about others. And it's, learned, it's taught me how to be compassionate. So, of course, we want nothing more than to share this work with people and especially during the last few years that we've gone through. So we've been really busy and you would often balance out work with a bit of leisure, with a bit of socializing, with a bit of downtime and we just we never never got that during the pandemic for many people so it just felt like work 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 so this break was definitely an opportunity to slow things down to check out a little bit be with family and to recover and unfortunately <laughs> it was not that <laughs> cuz somehow we forgot that in the mix that we still have children <laughs> and just because you stop one thing the other thing doesn't necessarily stop which is looking after them and god i love my children don't get me wrong and any parent out there listening to this will appreciate my the dichotomy of this the the bittersweetness of all of this is that we love our children we want everything for them 
but they can be very challenging. And I've got two boys and they're very active and they just get very bored and they want to be constantly entertained and it's the next thing, it's the next thing. So when we're in a period of like, let's just wind down and relax, they're in a, mommy, what are we doing? Daddy, what are we doing? Where are we going to go? So it it was a challenge because we were really at our ends of our energy and they wanted more of us. So, and look, we had wonderful help with my parents, but they're still grandparents, right? <laughs> so there's a, there's a different sort of a, um, response, level of responsibility. I'll say that politely when it comes to grandparents and parents. So it wasn't the break that we wanted. I still feel a bit wrecked. I'm, I'm going to be honest. I'm kind of glad to be back. Um, maybe it's the Cancerian in me, but I love ritual and schedules. It helps ground me, you know, talking about those things that we need. I love having a routine and I didn't get to do my breath work, my meditation. I didn't get a chance to work out. Food gets out, gets crazy. You know, you're, you're, you're going to different people's places. You're having parties, you're drinking alcohol. Great. But it's, I've realized as I've got older, how much I kind of despise <laughs> that type of, of socializing, I guess, and partying, drinking and eating heavy food. You know, there was a, a time there that I would, I used to do that every weekend, right? And now I just, I, I, I think because I feel so good with the things that I do, with my exercise and uh, breath work and meditation, and it keeps my mind positive and I notice that when I fall into kind of those bad habits, even if it's just a little bit, I don't go all out, but it's enough to take the tinge off me a little bit. And I never noticed that in my younger days, but maybe it's maybe it's an aging thing. I, I notice it now as I'm older, how much that really takes the edge. I mean, I get grumpier, I get moodier, I get more pessimistic. And look, I'm not going to blame the alcohol and the food, but it, it feels sometimes to me that, it just gets me into that zone. It can be very hard to get out of it. And I did a podcast maybe a year or so back, which talked about the importance of food and diet and nutrition when you're trying to learn or you're trying to do this work, right? And it can have a massive impact. So it, was, it, was a, it, was a, it wasn't the holiday that I wanted it to be. We did have some tight days off. We did have some beautiful parties and beautiful catch-ups with friends that we hadn't seen for a couple of years. So it was a really good time even though it wasn't the rest or the break that I thought we would get. But that's okay. And as parents, you just realize that you just have to let that go and just roll with it. Because, you know, what I've learned for myself and through being a parent, the kids are not purposely trying to frustrate the hell out of me. They're just kids and they don't know any better. And the best I can do is to try and put that work that I speak so highly about to practice, right? It's easy to tell everybody to do it, but uh, your true colors really get shown when you're tired, exhausted, and you have kids jumping and screaming all over you. That's when the work really shines through and shows you whether you've actually been doing it or not. So sometimes I had to walk away from the kids. I had to get some fresh air. Sometimes Erica had to take a step out. Sometimes we were at each other and sometimes we supported each other. Some things we did well and some things we didn't do so well. And learning how to forgive ourselves, let go, and then just try our best to do better. And realizing that if we want things to be different, then we have to start with ourselves. And I think that brings me into 
what I want to talk about today on the podcast, and as we all know, it is the, the beginning of a brand new year. It is the 2022, and I think there's a, a lot of high hopes for this year, and we all want to make change. And, and it dawned on me how many of us, you know, look to the new year to make a new start. And I can understand it, right? It is an end of a year, you know, and in some respects you could say the end of a cycle. And what better time to start something new or start something fresh than at the beginning of a cycle? And as you, many of you may know, you know, I was a personal trainer for many years and lived in that fitness industry. So for me, this period is all about new me, new year, all of that. Let's lose the weight that we put over Christmas. Let's get you back in the gym, you know. It's when many of us make these New Year's resolutions. And what I saw as a personal trainer, that this motivation would be very short-lived. Everybody is eager and up and running in January, wanting to get things back going and, and motivated to lose that weight. But by the time we hit late Feb or even early March, things start to die down. I think people start to lose that motivation. And for the most part, for many people, they don't hit those goals for whatever reasons that is, but it tends to be a very similar cycle for a lot of people. Every year, it's the same old, it's the new year, I'm going to change a bunch of things. And I do the same thing. Don't get me wrong. I have a bunch of things that I'm changing and implementing into my life. So I don't think there's anything wrong with that. What I do think is wrong is, or what people get caught up with is that they lose the steam. And I think they don't prepare for that. They don't prepare for the demotivation that is inevitable. After about six or 12 weeks, we lose the inspiration. You know, maybe for us in Australia, the weather starts to die down. It's kind of gets to the end of summer and maybe we're heading towards those autumn and winter days and, you know, maybe we lose steam or we get back into the frameworks of our lives, the structures of our lives. Maybe they're, they're too strong our motivation and, and it's not enough to make those big deep changes i hope you have enjoyed today's episode if this episode has spurred something into you and you're ready to take the next step i highly recommend that you book in a private coaching session with me yes i am a men's coach a meditation teacher and a breathwork teacher And I use these skills and techniques to help get the most out of the men that I work with, whether it's a limiting belief, whether it's an area in your life that you're stuck. Um, I'm all about helping men live their life to their fullest ability. And you can do this if you go to my Instagram at manfulnessmen, go to the link in my bio and click appointments there and you can book a time for me and you to connect and to really work on making you the best version of yourself. And something that really helped me shift out of this place, really changed me, was really understanding what New Year's is or what years are. And I've got a lot of this insight from a lot of Eckhart Tolle books, A New Earth, because I don't think you can understand why you're not reaching your goals until you can really understand yourself. And in this work that I do and my wife does, and we did this for so many years, you're out there trying to get a result. That's the end. Of this. That's, what, that's what we're talking about. You're wanting to do something 
in your life, you're wanting to get a result. You're trying to hit a goal. You want to hit a target. And yet you're hoping in order by doing those things or achieving that goal, you're going to feel better about yourself. You're going to feel better. You're going to feel good. You're going to feel like you achieved something. I honestly believe that every human being's main driver is growth. I think everybody, every human being wants to grow. I think it's a natural part. If we look at Maslow's hierarchy, like at the top of it is growth, self-actualization. I think we all want that for ourselves, whether we admit it or not. And I think many of us get down on ourselves when we're not growing because we want it so badly. And I think that's why maybe we do give up or because it's the same thing over and over again and we get frustrated ourselves or we don't love ourselves like we want to because we want growth so badly. And then when we don't get it, it really impacts us. It really affects how we see ourselves because we're not growing. And maybe we look around us, right? And we see other people growing and other people successful. And then that just makes things 10 times worse, right? Feel like you've been left behind. I want to talk about how you have to look at what you're going for and what you're wanting to achieve. And if, you, if, you, if you're going to look at that, you can't enter into that conversation with understanding yourself. And in all this work that I do, that's the biggest point that I say to all my clients. I'm like, what we're trying to do here is take some time to understand yourself. I think many of us think we know ourselves. I think we, know, we think we know how we operate or think we know what we need. But to be honest, I don't think many of us do. I think many of us don't know ourselves or don't understand ourselves. I mean, a lot of my work sometimes delves into childhood or family structures or culture. And I think sometimes we don't know how these aspects of our lives have impacted us and why we are the way we are. And I think that's the first important question to ask yourself is, why am I the way that I am? And when I asked myself these questions, I went on a bit of a self-discovery of just taking a moment to understand my own mind, how my brain actually works. Understanding what happens to my brain when I'm under stress, what happens to my brain when I'm under fear, what happens to my brain when I think something is possible or it's not possible, what happens to my brain when I have a bunch of negative thoughts. Like what that does to my brain, what that does to my body and my biology. And one of the biggest things that really shifted things for me, and I think I saw it so much in the fitness industry, was this idea of time, this idea of a new year and a new start. And while many of us may do some great things in the new year, and it is a bit of a restart, it can also be a detriment to our goals. It can be a detriment because I think what tends to happen for us is we may put off things until the new year. Oh, you know, it's, it's almost like you're at the start of a, of, a, of a start line, of a race. And you go, cool, well, I, I'm not going to start the race until everybody's ready to kick off and the gun goes off. So I'll prepare myself for the race. I'll line up. And it's like the starter hits the start gun and you make the start and maybe you trip and fall. And then you go, well, now that I've fallen, what's the point? I might as well just give up because everybody else is so far ahead. And you know what? I'll just wait around until the next thing. Maybe it's Easter. Maybe it's winter. It's end of financial year. I'll wait for end of financial year. No, nah, it's too cold. You know what? I'll wait for, and before you know it, it's the new year again. And you're like, here I am, I'm going to make that change, I'm going to start. 
And this is what I realized the problem was. By looking at life in terms of these months and days and years, that's what was messing me up. Because when we really take a look at our mind, the past and the future, they don't exist. And Eckhart Tolle talks a lot about this and um, another really great book that I read, another great book I read, I'll, I'll find it and I'll add it into the show notes, talked about this, how the, the mind, you're only ever in the present moment. This idea of a future moment or a past moment is really a construct of your own mind. You'll never arrive at the future. When you arrive at the future, it'll be the present moment. And the past, the only way you can relive the past is in your mind. You can't live it anywhere else. So the reality is past and future are constructs of our own mind so that we can understand our present moment. So in essence, when we talk like this or when we look at time in this way, you can start to realize that there really is no such thing as the new year. There really isn't. It's just something that we've created in order to help us get through life. It helps us label and categorize days and months. It, you know, these moments that we have, it helps us categorize them. We can have some sort of structure to these present moments that we experience because that's all we're actually experiencing, the present moment. So when I let go of that and realized, wow, there is no New Year's Day. There is no New Year's Eve. That's just a construct. Then I realized the only place that anything ever mattered was the present moment. And in the present moment is the only place I can take any action. If I want to impact this future, this idea of the future, I have to do something in the present moment. So that means that at any moment, because I'm always living in the moment, I can start again. I can start again. If I fall off, I can get back up in the present moment. I don't need to wait for another fake moment in future in order to start again. And I really train myself into this because I'm sure as many of you guys have experienced, we have trip-ups in life. We fall, we make mistakes. We make mistakes. We we stagger at the start line, we fall over, we go the wrong way. And I think so many people get caught up in what they did or how it went wrong that they don't just get right back up again and keep running because you don't know, you might actually catch up if you just keep going. And that's what really shifted for me. I stopped looking at the new year, all these kind of land, these, these milestones in my year as the points when I'm going to start again. The minute something wasn't working, I'd change it. The minute I, w I made a mistake, I would change it. The minute I wasn't working out, like if my, if my workout plan fell off, I'd start back the next day. Not my diet starts on Monday. How many of you have said that? You know what I mean? And so when you change your perspective of time, things really start to change and your results start to change because there is no gap. There is no delay. And sometimes many people will look at me and Erica and go, wow, you guys achieve so much or you do so many things. That's because we just get back right up on that horse straight away. We just get back up and keep running. We don't look for the next milestone in order to start again. I look for the next moment to start again. Don't get me wrong. I take my moment 
I grieve. I might get pissed off at myself, but I don't stay there. I don't, I let that be a minute. I let that be 10 minutes. And then I go, great, what did I learn? Let's keep going. And I think if more of us employed that kind of a mentality, there would be less pressure on us to achieve things in the new year. And I think then that would correlate to us actually achieving great things in that year. It's kind of a, a catch. They put all this pressure, and I think half of it is just the pressure that we place on ourselves. So for this year, for this 2022, this fictitious illusion, <laughs> see if you can let some of that go. Set some goals, absolutely. Set some targets, absolutely. Set some of the things that you want to do. And just notice when things start to die off, when your motivation starts to die off and you find yourself in that place where you've lost momentum and you want to keep going but you haven't and you're feeling bad, see if you can get out of that place quickly and realize that New Year's and 22 and Monday and January are all constructs of our mind and that in this present moment is all that really exists. It's the only thing that exists. And in that moment, you can start again. Thank you so much for taking the time to listen to today's episode. I would love to hear from you. So please tag me on Instagram at manfulnessmen. Um, Hit me up, DM me. I would also love a review on wherever you've listened to. And please, please subscribe so that you can get more of my updates, more of my podcasts coming through. And if you feel, please share it with another man who you think could benefit from today's episode.